Hi, this is Dr. Lisa Kassman with another devotional. So do you ever wonder what are some, some blessings of God? In Psalms 34, we have 10 of them that I'm going to share with you today and go over. The first one is God answers prayers. God answers prayers. Sometimes we may not think of it. I remember one time when I, one of my friends, he wanted, he kept praying for something and he eventually just said, you know, I don't think God ever will answer my prayer. He just doesn't care because he won't give him what he wanted. What if God didn't want you to have that? Some people ask for the unmentionable. They ask for things that God doesn't feel like they're ready to have yet. So, but God answers prayers. He looks to what you need, what your needs are, and what he feels like you're ready to have. So what is that? God answers prayers. Number two, deliverers of us from fears, all of our fears. Oh my goodness. We all have so many fears. Whether it's just something little, say maybe like it's something with being scared of a snake or insects to having being scared of heights or even driving in a big city. So are you ready to let go and give us to God today? Number three, he enlightens his people. God wants us to shine. God wants us to be happy. He doesn't want us sad. He shows us what we need to do to, to be happy. He shows, he shows us what to do to come forward and just give everything to him so we can have that joy and be enlightened in, in our lives. Number four, gives his people boldness. Are you ready to go out and speak and tell everybody about God? Are you ready to tell people that he's the one He's the reason why you are like you are today. He's the reason why you live and the, who you live for. Are you ready for that? God gives you the boldness. If you want that boldness, he will give it to you. He allows you to be able to speak out and speak on his behalf. Number five, saves it from all troubles. Okay, it doesn't say some troubles. This is in verse six and seven. Listen to this. This poor man cried and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. The angel of the Lord encamped around about them that fear him and delivers them. God wants us to be delivered from all of our troubles, not just part of them. Trust him. Believe in him. He's going to help you. He's going to bring you out of that. He wants you to, if you have been hurt by somebody, if you have been, if somebody has come to you and hurt you, whether it's been as a child, a teenager, an adult, whatever it is, God is going to take that trouble away from you. He's going to heal you from that. Number six, supplies all wants of his people. No matter what, there's been times where I felt like I was going to just have nothing and God came through. There's been times where I haven't been able to pay bills and God's came through. God wants you to, he wants to supply all your wants and needs. Number seven, punishes the wicked to curb all sin and rid his, his creation of it. God doesn't like sin. We all do it. Do we like to do it? No. 
But God doesn't like it either. He wants to get rid of sin. He wants us to live like him. He wants, but he knows we're going to keep sinning because none of us are perfect. But he still wants us to try our hardest to, to be, be pure and be clean and move away from sin. Number eight, remains near the broken heart and saves a contrite in spirit. That's verse 18. Let's look at that. The Lord is near to those who have a broken heart and saves such as, as have a contrite spirit. Oh, God hears your cries. God hears your cries. He knows your heart. He knows how you're feeling. He wants that broken heart to be healed so bad. It's up to you to be able to say, God, I want this. So many times it's easier to hang on to it than to let go. But God wants you to have a healed heart. God wants you. God wants you to be healed from that broken spirit. Number nine, redeem souls of his people. He is our redeemer. He is our soul saver. God wants us to have a clean, pure heart. He wants us to be a new creation. He wants us to be redeemed. And he wants that sin to be gone. He wants us to get he wants us to give it to him. Are you ready to give that sin to him today? Are you ready ready to be redeemed? Are you ready to walk forward in a different light, in a different way? Number 10. Prospers all who trust him. You know, my life has been so down in the dumps before. My life would not be where it's at today if it wasn't for God. And that verse, that one right there, prospers all who trust him. My God is such a wonderful, loving God. My God has prospered me to where I am, I am today. Has it been easy road? No. Has it been perfect road? No. But you know what? My life is great. My God is prosperous because my God has been there for me every step of the way through the good and through the bad and back to the good again. My life will not be perfect, but my God wants me to prosper. My God doesn't want me to fear, have fear. My God wants me to be redeemed. He wants me to be saved. He wants me to do be delivered from my fears. He wants me to know that he answers prayer. Matthew 21, 22. If those, if you believe, though, if you believe you shall receive, God wants you to believe that your prayers will be answered. He saves us from all troubles and he remains near to the broken heart and heart and saves the contrite spirit. Please give your broken heart to him. He wants it. He wants to take that from you and he wants you to be healed. I'm going to ask you right now to just bow your head and let's pray together. Jesus, come now. Just heal that brokenhearted right now. Touch those who have been hurt, whether it's fear, a broken heart, hurt, pain, anxiety, stress, depression, whatever it is, God, we just ask you that they give it to you. We just ask you to just take that and hold it so that they may be redeemed. They may be prosperous and they may be pure at heart and that broken heart will be no more. 
We just thank you for that in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Hi, this is Dr. Lisa Kassman coming to you today with another devotional. Today I'm going to be reading out of James chapter 3, 1 through 14. My brethren, let not many of you become teachers knowing that we shall receive a stricter judgment. For we will all stumble in many things. If anyone does not stumble in the word, he is a perfect man, able also to bridle the whole body. Indeed, we put bits in horses' mouths that they may obey us, and we turn their whole body. Look Look also at ships. Although they are so large and are driven by four fierce winds, they are turned by a very small rudder wherever the pilot desires. Even so, the tongue is a little member and boasts great things. See how great a forest a little fire kindles. The tongue is a fire and a world of iniquity. The tongue is so set among other our members that it defiles the whole body and sets on fire the course of nature, and it is set on fire by hell. For every kind of beast and bird, of reptile and creature of the sea, is tamed and has been tamed by mankind. But no man can tame the tongue. It is unruly, evil, full of deadly poison. With it we bless our God and Father, and with it we curse men. We have been made in, in the similitude of God. Out of the same mouth proceed blessing and cursing. My brethren, these things ought not so to be so. Does a spring send forth fresh water and bitter from the same opening? Can a fig tree, my brethren, bear olives or a grapevine bear figs? Thus, no spring yields both salt water and fresh. Who is wise and understanding among you? Let him show good conduct that his, his works are done in the meekness of wisdom. But if you have bitter envy and self-seeking in your hearts, do not boast and lie against the truth. This wisdom does not descend from above, but is earthly, sensual, demonic. So, what can we say about tongues? There's 12 things in that scripture that talks about tongues. In verse 5, it says it's a little member. It's the tiniest member in our body. Number two, it boasts about great things. There's so many times we do something. Yes, it's okay to be proud of yourself, but do not overly boast. Do not go to the world and brag all the time about what you're doing. You can be proud, but do not boast about it. Number three, it's a fire. Can you imagine a little spark of fire like a little match thrown on the ground and it can become a big wildfire. Same with our tongue. We say one little thing and it can spread and spread and spread and spread. That's what gossip does. It can spread just like a wildfire. You never know where it's going to go. It spreads. Number four, a world of iniquity. Number five, it defiles the whole body. Number six, sets afire the course of nature. Number seven, it is so untamable. No matter how much we try, we will say things that we regret. No matter how much we try, we say things and we hurt other people. Not all the time, but we do so many times because it is untamable and we don't understand why we do what we do, but it just comes out without thinking. Number eight, 
and unruly evil. Number nine, full of deadly poison. And again, that's what the gossip, saying mean things, hurting people, whatever it is, it's full of deadly poison. Number 10, used to bless God and curse men. There's so many of us that will go to church Sunday morning, we'll sing and praise and worship God, telling God that we want to be more like Him, telling Jesus that we love Him and praise Him and that we want to live our lives like Him. And we turn around and we start talking bad about people. We do things that we shouldn't do. We say things that we shouldn't say. We hurt people. It says, the tongue is used to bless God and curse men. And that shouldn't be. We do it. We all do it. But God says don't do it. Cap number 11. Capable of good conversation. We can have good conversation. That verse says, Who is wise and understanding among you? Let him show by good conduct that his works are done in the meekness of the wisdom. Stay meekness. Stay meek. Keep that. We can have good conversation with our tongue. It doesn't have to be evil. Number 12. Capable of bitter strife. That's, that's in verse 14. But if you have better, bitter envy and self-seeking in your hearts, do not boast and lie against the truth. So many of us, we do that. We see something and it hurts us, so we talk bad about it. We say things that we shouldn't say. God wants us to use our tongue for good. He wants us to bless him. He wants us He wants us to not set the world on fire. We he just he wants us to have fire for him, the spark for him, not to hurt other people. The little tongue is such is a member that can hurt so many people and say so many hurtful things. Let's watch our tongue today and watch what we say. And look, every time that we say something, think about, is that glorifying God or is that hurting man? Thank you.